So in 19, about 1969, 1970, like that, Danny Sims came into my life. He came over to England and he, somebody recommended him to our firm to be accountants. Right. So Dan, Dan, actually Danny was the first music person, significant music person that I worked with. Do you remember meeting him? Yes. Was he, there was a present? Oh, massive, massive. I never met anybody, I never, I never met anybody with a present like that. Well, that can um, can you give us like 10, 15 minutes? Thank you very much. Um, so he walks in. He walks in with this enormous presence. Um, Dressed in. No, he wasn't in robes. He, he was no, no, just face mark. There was two distinct things. Yeah. One, I'd never worked or really socially met black people, never. So he was really the first black person I was in some contact with. And also, he—I'd never met anybody with this presence. He didn't give a fuck yeah. about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good look. Just describe what. Oh, that Danny. Was like. Danny. I think Danny was conventionally good looking. Her mum would tell you more about that, but. He, just, he was a big man, loud voice, loud bass voice, just very comfortable in his skin. And in the film, we explain all that. We explain where that all came from. Do you just film. want to talk a tide about the film or whatever? You yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the film is called Rebels, and I wrote the story for that, not the script. And um, it was going to be a sort of Bob Marley film. Um, but it changed a lot and it's good that it's changed and this is a Danny Sims film and in Danny Sims life he, he uh, worked with some amazing people and that's what that, that's, that's one side of the film the other side of the film is the people that he dealt with and worked with and had to survive which was the, the mafia yeah who were exclusively white and did not like black people at all. Yeah. Uh, and he was lucky he didn't get shot a number of times. Um, and it's a sort of... Well, it's been humorously described as black fellas as a sort of parody of right. good fellas. Right. And, you know, and Marley is part of that. Um, so Danny came into the UK. He, had s he hadn't signed a deal. He came in with Johnny Nash... They signed to CBS UK and Johnny then um, released I Can See Clearly Now, which was CBS UK's first number one record. And Johnny's subsequent releases and albums sold extremely well. He, they also, he also signed Bob Marley to CBS. They put out two singles that didn't do well at all. So... Um, he met Marley what in the mid sixties? Yes, sixty, uh, late late sixties. So he's legitimately the person who yes. discovered him and more or less or elevated, yeah, and elevated him. So just so CBS uh, signed Marley, put out two singles. One was called Reggae on Broadway. Nothing happened. CBS said not really interested anymore. Chris Blackhawk, who'd been sniffing around for a very long time said I'll sign him to Island Records uh, which he did and he paid an override which was split between Danny and, and for the first four albums so that's how that happened CBS gave up the contract because of um, but Danny was still managing Bob at the time did, did they did Blackwell and Danny know each other because 
that that was a white Jamaican, right? Yes, so they must have known known each other, or, or black or just. Yeah, I mean, da yeah. Danny had not, didn't have a lot of time. He, I mean, there's a lot of white Jamaicans in America, um, in Jamaica. Um, no, Danny didn't trust Blackwell, and a lot of black musicians wouldn't trust Blackwell. But it was sort of he needed to yeah. get a deal. Yeah. To, to uh, Peter Tosh used to call him uh, Whitewell, Chris, right. Chris, Chris Whitewell. So very, very, but Chris Blackwell is one of the geniuses of our industry. Yeah. You know, without Chris yeah. Blackwell, no Bob Marley, no you 2 no this, no yeah. that, no, they're absolute genius. One of the few that. Yeah. A handful yeah, that are yeah, yeah, and a renegade, you know. Yeah. But where people, where people made a big mistake with Chris, because he was white, they thought he thought like a white Western right. person, and he didn't. Right. He thought like a Jamaican. Right. Very, very, very different thought process. Very different yeah. indeed. So, Johnny uh, and Danny were over here. I can see clearly it was a big hit. Johnny was beautiful man he yeah. was truly a beautiful man he'd been a child tv star women uh, you know they, they couldn't you know when they, if johnny walked in a room they were like that. and he was obviously aware of that oh yeah and, and, and took advantage of it yes yeah, yeah um and as did danny and um did they like being in england yes to, uh, yeah but were they sort of elevated by being here yes it's unusual well, they'd had to get out of America because something bad happened right. with the Italians. I can't remember what it was. Um, I think one of I think one of the Italians that protected Danny got shot, and Danny owed the mob a lot of money, a lot of money. Um, this is all in the film. Yes. Yeah. So they came over here because it was a bit safer, and then it got a bit hot over here. So they went to Jamaica because, and Danny was very clever in this respect. You know, he'd heard this sort of reggae. Reggae was still pretty, you know, underground. I thought maybe this will work for Johnny. They flew to Jamaica. So I guess it's like a street music. Reggae yeah, it, it hadn't really evolved. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Star I can see clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it hadn't really evolved. I mean, Bob Marley and the Wailers were singing, um, you know, covers of American Motown. Yeah. You know, yeah. R and B, all of that. Yeah, Smokey Robinson. Yeah, it, it was uh, reggae hadn't evolved. It was an underground side. Do you think the the weed and the Rastafari helped change and mutate that music into reggae and Without question, without question. I mean, these guys were smoking weed twenty four hours a day. Yeah, the whole thing down into. And yeah, you get yeah, you sit rhythms. you sit under the banyan tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why you could never distinguish. Not never. It was very hard to distinguish who were the composers of songs right. because everybody was a composer. You yeah, know, I'd be sitting here, music, yeah, yeah, I'd be sitting here with you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's put in line in Zion. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Um, yeah. um, at the time, no one knows the value. No. But twenty years later, it's suddenly that's worth. Yeah, there's another one of those situations. No one knows. No one knows. So um, Johnny going to Jamaica was a big deal. Not many artists. Oh, Danny booked a few artists. He had this booking agency called Queen's Agency. And he booked Aretha Franklin and a couple of others to play in Jamaica. He was based out in New York? New York, yeah. yeah. And he, so he had a bit of a connection with Jamaica. He went down there. Imagine they stayed in some style. I don't know, but I imagine they did. Uh, news that Johnny Nash 
was in Jamaica was very big news indeed. Not dissimilar to Lemmy in Finland? No. It was <laughs> the same sort of thing. It was big news. And the, not Rastas, there weren't many Rastas in those days, but the musicians gravitated towards Johnny. Yeah. Maybe we can get to Johnny Nash. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the one that made the most impression was Bob Marley, who was not a particularly verbose, a very quiet man. And he'd let his guitar, he'd go out and play the and Danny, uh, Johnny and Bob hit it off really big time. And they'd start playing songs together. And Johnny realised how talented Bob was. Yeah. And those three or four songs that came out of that session went on to Johnny's album. So I can't remember, well, but songs like Stir It Up... Um, I can't remember all the songs. So, so Danny brings Johnny over. Yes. And they basically, Marley and Johnny Nash are in a jam session. And songs like Stir It Up come out. Yeah. And that's the beginnings of that story. Yeah. Mar well, that, Marley's story. That gives Marley his yeah. commercial break. Yeah. yeah. And very quickly, I mean, the song uh, Barbara Streisand, um, because Barbara Jelly is one yeah. of her first albums, you know, people pick up on the songs. Um, but it took a while in America for them to... Yes. Strangely, right? Yes. They didn't yeah. go back the other way. No. He bet he had to come over here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. America didn't get it at all. Bob was always a white act. Bob was never a black act. He was a white act. Right. You go to Bob Marley concerts, it was white people. Really? Outside of Jamaica. Yeah. Bob was a white act. Why was that? Black people were into soul music. Black R&B and soul music. So it was just too different yes it was, was alien yeah. and I guess Blackwell just marketed him as a rock actor he was acting as a rock actor yeah so, so he was seen as yeah uh, so how many times during this did you go to Jamaica four Tony and what were you what were you doing over there like what was the stuff that you can sh sh you obviously were there with Danny yes otherwise I imagine you, you'd get in trouble yes definitely yeah it wouldn't have been a nice experience with Danny shepherding you about and what? Why are you doing that? If you did so, if well, broad sense discovering drugs really—that <laughs> was the but, main purpose. But how does how does the invitation come? They they come to Jamaica, and you say to mum, well, well, it was a sort. Of, yeah, well, I don't know. It was sort of, you know, it was all part of the of the Danny social train you know you're, yeah, like Rock and Rock Joe Cockatoo you know, yeah, yeah. 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 No, come on over to Jamaica it'd be great uh, and this is as much as that just come oh over. yeah how many days did you go over a couple of weeks each time probably about a week each time yeah I mean I went over there could you fly direct did you have to hop no you could fly direct you to Jamaica fly to Kingston yes and and what did you say to mum I'm just going to Jamaica for a win because to, to be fair you're a long way from Kansas like yes, <laughs> knowing where you were, like did Mung, not I'm not talking about like, like not trusting you, but I'm talking about like it's quite a thing to say, or did she just not think about it because it was so far out? Yeah, was. she didn't seem to be particularly concerned about it. But when you came back and you went hang out with your friends, you've done something again. It's not dissimilar to the kid, but so bizarre. How did you talk about it? When you, how did you bring it back? You didn't, didn't really. They didn't understand. Nobody understood. Might have been to Jamaica, but nobody, nobody understood it. No, nobody understood the music industry. Some were people were impressed, but yeah, who I was working with, but not really. It was considered a joke. 
Um, I don't know how I got that one by, but I did. Um, um, and, and when you were there, were you with the Rasters? No, not originally. So you arrive at the airport. Danny had been there a lot, so he knew. Yeah, and would he greet you? He was with me. Yeah, oh, he's with you. And um, as we yeah, drive at the airport... Jamaica's a peaceful country. She had these stuns in control. Um, as we drove into town, I need to follow that the very soft. Um, carrier bags full of melon and carrier bags for the week. None of my friends understood that. Um, I mean, I do remember watching the World Cup final with Hugh Masekela and Danny in rows down by the coast, down the south coast. That was an interesting experience. But, but, but you do recognise there's, like most people in, in this world, in, 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 like, get to be around one or two of these figures. And you were in around 12, 13, 14. And do you think it is this thing of like, this attraction to the danger or the possibility of the chaos? And then you provide this safe, Part yeah, of what yeah. there's that there's, that's the alchemy of what's going on. Yeah, I wasn't that comfortable with the Monday. Yeah, there is a point where the chaos gets too big. 